Good evening. I'm Rick Cottom. Welcome to Your Maryland. These days, we like to complain that political campaigns have become negative. But in the early 19th century, Thomas Jefferson's Republicans and Alexander Hamilton's Federalists fought one another with a ferocity we would never tolerate today. Newspaper editors were the worst offenders, and no one outdid Alexander Conti Hansen, who soon became the most hated man in Baltimore. Hansen was 26 and editor of the Federal Republican when the United States declared war on Great Britain in June of 1812. Federalist to the core, he despised Jefferson and his successor, President James Madison, whom he felt had led the nation into the wrong conflict. There's scarcely an act of tyranny and oppression complained of against George III, he wrote, which has not been committed by Jefferson and his political pimp, Whiffling Jimmy. A few days after war was declared, a Baltimore mob sacked his office and destroyed his press. Hansen escaped to Georgetown, where he somehow got the ear of Revolutionary War hero General Lighthorse Harry Lee. He then sent an agent to Baltimore and rented a house at 45 Charles Street. On July 26, Hansen, Lighthorse Harry, and a few hardcore Federalists moved in, barricaded the doors and windows, and smuggled in guns. They also distributed an issue of the Federal Republican that had been printed in Georgetown with a Charles Street address on the masthead. A few Federalists in Baltimore joined them until about 30 men were holed up in the Charles Street house. Word quickly spread that Hansen was back. At dusk, the first young boys began to curse and throw rocks that shattered the first floor windows and shutters. More people gathered. Hansen opened a second floor window and taunted the crowd until it lunged forward and broke down the door. Defenders opened fire. Enraged, those attacking tore open their shirts and cried, Fire again! Fire again! A few doors down the block at number 15 Charles Street, General John Stricker, commander of the 5,000-man state militia, ignored the commotion and ate his supper. Later that night, civic leaders finally prevailed upon him to do something. Stricker ordered William Barney and a squadron of cavalry to quell the riot. At three in the morning, Barney rode down Charles Street just as a mob trundled in a cannon. One fool tried to light it, even though it was pointed at the mob and Barney's men, not Hansen's house. Fortunately, the thing did not go off, but Barney spent the next hour nervously watching the crowd try to figure out how to fire it. At last, Mayor Edward Johnson and General Stricker walked up the street to convince Hansen to surrender. At one point, Hansen asked Stricker why he did not call out the Maryland Brigade. Stricker pointed at the howling mob across the street and replied, that was the Maryland Brigade. Hansen agreed to surrender with his men and be escorted to the jail, which they reached in safety. But then things turned ugly. The mob surrounded the building and tried to push its way in. For some unexplained reason, a deputy opened the door to the cells, and one by one, Hansen and his men were dragged outside. One old veteran of the Revolution was killed, another man tarred and feathered. Hansen, Light Horse Harry Lee, and the rest were beaten senseless, piled in the street and left for dead, while tormentors sang, We'll feather and tar every damn British Tory, and this is the way for American glory. Hansen survived, and a few years later, when passions had cooled, he told a friend what he had learned about politics. When I first became enamored of political pursuits, I considered federalism all that was pure, disinterested, and exalted, and democracy exactly the reverse, he confessed. Experience has shown me that the shades of difference between the two parties are but slight, with some few distinguished exceptions among the prominent men on both sides. Alexander Conti Hansen died in 1819, still the most hated man in Baltimore.